Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources on KSL News Radio. Welcome back uh, to Inside Sources. I'm your guest host, Lee Lonsberry. Uh, in this segment, we're going to talk about this this fire we woke up to this morning along the Bonneville, uh, Bonneville shoreline. Uh, it's called the Snoqualmie uh, Fire. If I'm honest, I was terrified going into this segment that I was going to botch the pronunciation of Snoqualmie. Uh, I have it written out phonetically in front of me. Uh, if I have those still uh, erred and not called it by its correct name, uh, I would please again invite you to send a text in 57500 to the Utah Community Credit Union text line. The Snoqualmie Fire. We woke up this morning to learn uh, that some 117 uh, acres had burned uh, and that 125 homes were evacuated. It's that time of the year where uh, there is a lot of, they call it fuel uh, for the fire to burn. Uh, if you have a dry summer, uh, the, the, the vegetation which is there and has been without moisture for some time becomes very ignitable and anything can set it off. Uh, that could be lightning. That could be an unattended uh, fire. That could even come from a, a vehicle or someone who flicks a cigarette out the window as they're driving along. Uh, I, to, to my knowledge, and we'll, we'll confirm this once we get the expert on the line, uh, which we do right now. Paul Nelson, are you there, sir? In just a moment, we're going to have Paul, uh, who will tell us what we know so far about this Snoqualmie fire. Paul, are you there, sir? I am. Yeah, can you hear me okay? Yeah, please. Sorry about that confusion there. Tell us what what you've learned since you've been out there. Well, we do have some places that have the evacuations have been lifted. For example, there's some streets like, um, uh, let me find my list here, Boulder Drive, 1850 North, 3300 East, Maxine Drive. Those have been reopened for people who live on those streets. However, there are some that are still completely shut down. Uh, like, for example, Fernwood Drive, that's still closed. Snoqualmie Drive, that is closed. Uh, so you have some people that are definitely happy to be um, going back home. Others that are still kind of just uh, waiting at the evacuation center, just kind of waiting it out to see uh, when they're uh, going to be told that they can actually go back home. But like, uh, they're all happy, though, that no homes have been damaged so far. And it seems like the fire is actually moving up the mountain kind of away from the home. So that's, that has them pretty relieved. Oftentimes, these fires are described in terms of percentage of containment. Uh, What's the status on that front? A big fat zero there, Lee. They have zero percent containment. At least that's the last update that they have. And luckily, though, it hasn't charred that big of an area. We're still looking at uh, 117 acres as far as the actual latest as far as the acreage. But still, no structures. And they're still trying to get um, get to any kind of containment. But... I can see there are a couple of, uh, it looks like three different helicopters that are up there uh, dumping water on the uh, hotspots, trying to, um, you know, put, uh, put out as much as they possibly can. 
as far as um, retardant goes, I don't see any actual uh, uh, planes that are dropping that stuff down. But it uh, looks like uh, they're still trying to get the, just a handle on this whole thing now. Outstanding. Uh, that's KSL News Radio's Paul Nelson. Paul, we'll touch base with you again uh, uh, later on. And if you come up with any developments, if there's anything that we should know, please give a holler back and we'll connect with you and get you right on the air. Copy that. Next up, uh, uh, I'd like to welcome to the program uh, a Utah State legislator, uh, name of Casey Snyder. He, in fact, is uh, Utah's youngest uh, legislator. He also happens to be a volunteer firefighter uh, in the area of Paradise, uh, Utah. Casey, uh, how are you, sir? I'm good, Lee. Thanks for having me on. Thank you. Uh, This morning, when I first heard the initial reports about this fire, I heard reference made to the Bonneville Shoreline Trail acting as a a fire line. And I had heard that term before. I'd heard fire line in the past. I uh, uh, know that, uh, well, uh, let me stop for a second. In full disclosure, uh, uh, Representative Snyder here and I uh, used to work together in the office of Congressman Bishop. Uh, And so when I heard that there was a fire story, I knew that I had a fire expert in my back pocket. Anyway, so Casey, uh, as I as I thought about this fire this morning, as I heard about it, and the Bonneville shoreline was first mentioned this morning as a, a fire line, I realized that I've heard that term uh, for for years and years and years, though I am uncertain what it means. You, as a, a firefighter yourself, could you educate us? Surely, and I'm, I'm happy to be on, though. I think the term expert should be defined pretty loosely if I have the best you got. Oh, of course, of course. Uh, <laughs> but, but I'm happy to be on. So um, one of the things that I've been fortunate enough to do in my hometown is for the uh, almost 10 years now uh, work both as a structure and wildland firefighter. And um, in that arena, there's, there's a variety of techniques and tactics that you can use to, to help suppress fires. And in a start like that, again, not knowing, not having been on this particular fire, um, though I'm incredibly grateful for the experts, both with the federal and state and local agencies that are there, um, a fire line as defined loosely is basically just the, the, a, a barrier usually constructed along a, on the burnt edge of a fire that keeps it from spreading. So in the event that, that you have heard that the Bonneville Shoreline Trail could have been used or had been used in part as a fire break it's basically created a separation between the fire where it is burning and vegetation that is unburned and and basically used to stop as a a barrier if you will the fire from spreading and there's a relationship there must be between say the width of this fire break and the intensity of the fire are those calculations that you as a firefighter will make when preparing uh, uh, an artificial fire break yeah and there's a variety of tactics and techniques you can use to construct that obviously if it is the case having this here uh that's helpful but it really depends on what what's burning obviously if it's heavy heavier fuels you're going to need a bigger break if there's wind involved um a fire break can be as, as small as what your what your hand crews are able to dig with a shovel and a Pulaski or as wide as what a bulldozer would create and, and several swaths. And it, it really is fire by fire. And, again, on this one, I'm sure you've got great folks running it and, and experts that were fortunate enough to utilize existing resources as the fire moved. 
Thank you. Uh, let me ask you this. Uh, in the in the report we just received from KSL's Paul Nelson, he, he let us know that the fire is 0% contained. That sounds terrifying, and yet there have been uh, no structures burned. Uh, we have learned of no injuries uh, in that area. So while 0% uh, contained sounds scary, the reality of a 0% contained fire may not necessarily be that terrible. Will you uh, help us understand what uh, percentage of containment means? Yeah, and again, I, I, I just to reiterate, not knowing this fire, and, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and not being on it. Um, generally, what containment means is it, is what portion of the border of a fire you feel a hundred percent confident about that it's no longer able to spread. Now, obviously, fire managers have made a decision to allow some folks to return to their homes, which is good, and should. Uh, forecast at least in part some a high level of confidence in the part of the managers in those particular areas um, generally as a fire progresses uh, containment increases and that's basically the percentage of the boundary of that fire that is cold dark out and not likely to reignite in any way so a fire line could be largely contained um, but to err on the side of caution and to make sure that the public is safe, sometimes land managers um, forecast a lower percentage of containment, knowing that there are still areas within the fire's edge that are safe. Sure. Uh, Casey, I'm grateful to you. Uh, Representative Snyder, uh, let me ask you before I let you go. You, of course, are a, a duly elected uh, representative here in the state of Utah. What uh, What are you working on? Uh, you know, honestly and ironic enough, I've, I, I ran some fire bills last year, and I'll be running a few more. Uh, hopefully ways that we can better defend our communities against wildfire, but also plan and prepare in the event that they do. So I've I've got a few things we're working on that will hopefully make things better in the long run as we learn to live with fire. But, uh, you know, that's a few months out. I'm not ready to tip my hand quite yet. That's fair <laughs> enough. We'll, we'll call you back, and we'll try to get it out of you then. Uh, Casey, uh, I'm grateful to you. Representative Snyder uh, represents the Paradise uh, area. Uh, he's also a Utah State legislator, uh, the youngest, in fact, uh, and a volunteer firefighter in his community, former coworker of mine as well.